Welcome to Adventures Reads. Earlier this year, we asked women and people who menstruate to share their stories about living with PCOS. The next voice you will hear is from a brave woman who opened up about this condition that remains largely misunderstood. Hello, um, my name is Rosemary and uh, for this I'd like to not remain anonymous, reason being that I believe that there are other people who go through this thing and some do not understand it, some do. But for me, I really struggled with it before I came to accept it and I'd like to use this to encourage other people, other women out there that you're not alone, that you can get through this. There's research being done every now and then about it and you can conquer whatever issues, whatever health issues that you have. Um, before I was diagnosed or before I came to know that I had PCOS or PCOD, um, it started off with heavy flowing where it would last for months. Like I would start on this week and it continued, it continued, it continued until I counted and it had gotten into a month and my flow is still continuing. Even if it's spotting, you can, you can notice that you're still bleeding. So at that time I was 17, I just left high school. And uh, once I told my mom about it, she took me to a gynecologist and that is when I got diagnosed. So for me, honestly, the moment was confusing because I did not understand who a gynecologist is in the first place for me to even understand what the diagnosis was all about. So that is when he got me on meds. And um, he, the gynecologist um, at the moment stated that he mentioned that it may bring some issues with my weight, um, insulin resistance in my body. He, may, he said that um, I might or I might not notice some changes. For example, facial hair or you losing your hair. Yeah, such conditions. Uh, but at the time, honestly, I did not understand or didn't put it into consideration because talking to my mom, there's no one else in the family that I knew at the time who had any issues, especially this issue. So I just took it upon myself to start on the meds. And he recommended oral contraceptives, of which I took them for a while. But I realized um, it would make a mistake and not take a pill for the next month. I would start, uh, my flow would start and would, the same mess that there was where you you're continue, you're continuously on your messes in a rude behavior. So that is how it was at that time. Uh, but after a few months of taking meds and not noticing any changes, um, my aunt recommended that I change gynecologist. That's when I went to Nairobi. So on meeting the other gyno, um, we started off with tests all over again just to confirm. So that is when uh, I had uh, ultrasounds done and they confirmed that there are cysts in my body of which measurements were taken. And from the, uh, from the test, you'd notice that my ovaries were, were swollen because of the cysts in them. Uh, this is because your eggs are not being released. Basically, I, I have not been ovulating. Let me just say that. Even if I'm on uh, oral contraceptives to date, that is the reality of the story. So, um, so we started all the whole cycle again, um, uh, meds, but this time around, this new gynecologist request, re- recommended that I start using, um, metformin and, 
I'm sorry, I can't remember the other, the other meds that he recommended, but if you read about them, uh, they're mostly taken by diabetes, type 1 diabetes patients, and this he recommended to help with my insulin level. So for this, I've been, I, I, I have been on them for five years. I took a break from them for a while after I assumed that I was okay, but clearly I wasn't. Then I got back to them last year. So during those five years, to be honest, it had been rough because my understanding at the time was that if I continuously continue, sorry, if I continue taking my meds religiously, at the end, this disease will have disappeared. My insulin levels will be okay. At that time, I was working out. I was doing everything that I can. I was watching my diet. I was taking my meds. I was uh, on oral contraceptives. So, uh, if you're on contraceptives, you know that after f after you're done taking your pills, uh, you get your menses and you you tend to think that they've regulated. You tend to think that your hormones have regulated. But this is when I discovered that mine wasn't my hormones hadn't uh regularized themselves so if i stopped taking the pills i don't get my menses unlike the unlike before so this is what i noticed the whole of last year i decided not to take my pills in the assumption that um uh, my hormones my body already knows when it's supposed to have its periods unfortunately that is not what happened i did not get my menses for the whole of last year until i got on pills again so for those five years, it was honestly rough. Reason being, um, new conditions continued popping up as I was taking my meds, as sometimes you're getting irregular bleeding in between uh, your meds, in between your months. So it got to a point where um, I got a demiosis. And this time around, uh, I used to get unusual bleeding I'd notice, I'd notice that uh, sometimes when you're having sex, I'd notice that I'm bleeding. And this is not just, uh, it's not you being on your menses, it's just your body acting out. At that time, I didn't know what it was until I went to get a scan. Then it's when I was told that the walls that hold your ovary, uh, sorry, hold your uterus in place are actually breaking apart. And since you've been bleeding for a while, some growths have also developed and this can be seen on the scan and if the growths aren't acted upon they'll continue growing to the point that you'll notice them uh sticking out of your vagina so that is when uh we had to book surgery and they had to be cut off and i mean the whole thing has just been confusing honestly uh especially with new developments you have to learn to be patient and for me, it took a while before I accepted that this is how my body is because I felt like my body betrayed me, especially after I stopped taking pills, assuming that my body, my hormones had regularized. And for a moment, I honestly hated the whole thing because this is not, this is not how I know other women's body is, you know, and I felt betrayed. So the moment I, I really, I, I really felt broken. Um, was after I went to have a fertility test done. I had one, I had, sorry, I had two tests done. That one showed that my one tube was blocked. And for the tube that was not blocked, the over, I don't know what to call them, but the, the such, the, the part that holds your ovary in place, that 
it, it's supposed to be open so that if the egg is released, it can flow directly to the fallopian tube. So on the part on the fallopian tube that was open, the opening to the ovary was blocked. So yeah, that is when I felt, you know, I'm done. I'm tired. I've been trying to do my best for my body. I've been eating well. I've been exercising. I've been taking my meds. I have done everything right. And my body still does not want to do this. And the worst part is, is feeling alone because you do not know how to explain this to someone else. Explaining it to other people, they won't understand. And even if they claim to understand, they really don't get the emotions that you're facing. For example, um, if I tell someone that the rashes on my face, they're always recommending things to use. The rashes on my face are hormonal. I have done everything to try and curb it, but they're always there. If I tell someone that my hair does not grow, it's not that I have bald patches. It's, it's, it's not me. It's, <laughs> it's not the products that I use that are, are work, are not working out for me. I'm really doing everything that I can, but this, this is not something that I can control right now. And for me, it has brought a whole feeling of loneliness when it comes to discussing that part of my health issues because not everyone really understands. You'd explain it to your partner, but maybe they can see the pain that you're feeling, but they wouldn't really understand exactly what you're going through. But for me to date, I've been doing my best. I am working out. I am eating well. I have been taking life positively in a way that whatever happens health-wise, that I'm able to accept it so that I'm able to make better better decisions for myself. But what I would want to encourage people is if you can get a gynecologist who you're able to talk to or ask questions to, please do your best. Do do what you have to do. Um, if you're able to talk to family members or friends who you know maybe have faced this or have gone through this, please talk to them. Let them encourage you. Have them I don't know, have them close to you in a way that you're, you're open talking to them about whatever you're facing because if they've gone through it, even if it's not the same experience, you're able to have someone who you can talk to, someone who you can be open about. And having PCOS, you're usually told that it's not a condition that ends. PCOS is a condition that you have to learn how to manage it. You have to know how your body works. You have to know what works for you. If it's contraceptives, if it's meds, you really have to know what works for you. So I, I would like to encourage people to just learn to accept their bodies, learn to accept this, however difficult it is, because that is how you learn to manage it. We do not have to hate our bodies because of something that we cannot control, but we can learn how to love it and to make decisions that are going to help us in the long run. Thank you for listening to Adventures Reads.